we're back into uh, the mysteries. Mysteries are cool, man. I tell you what, it's a uh, this one here I like. This is probably my favorite one. Uh, the mystery of the restoration of Israel. Go to Romans 11. Romans 11, and uh, this is this is just about where we're at. Uh, you're getting you're getting ready to be at the takeoff point. And I don't know exactly the day or the hour. Nobody knows, but you can definitely know the times and the seasons. And God has a plan. He has a plan in your life, but he also has a plan in the Jews' life, in the nation of Israel's life. And he's not forgot that one bit. Uh, Romans 11, 25, uh, the Lord starts out, the Bible starts out, For I would not, uh, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this, of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceit, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles uh, become in. And so all Israel shall be saved. That is as written. There shall come out of Zion the deliverer and shall turn away the ungodly from Jacob, ungodliness from Jacob. For this is my covenant unto them when I shall take away their sins. And concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sake, but as touching the election, they are, loved, uh, are beloved for the Father's sake. For the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. For as, in, uh, for, for as ye in times past have not believed, yet have now obtained mercy through their unbelief. Even so have these also now not believed, that through your mercy uh, they, they also may obtain mercy. For God hath concluded them all in unbelief, that he might have mercy upon them, or upon all. Oh, oh, the depths of the riches, both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, or who hath been his counselor, or who hath first given uh, to him, and it shall be recompensed unto him again. For of him and through him and to him are all things of whom be glory forever. Amen. Father, again, thank you for your blessings tonight. Thank you for that letter. Uh, Lord, do pray that you bless the Shrouses down there and continue healing him up. Lord, help him get through the house and uh, get the thing back together the way uh, that they need to do it. Uh, Lord, uh, I do understand it just takes time sometimes to get stuff like that done. Uh, Lord, bless him. Uh, that, uh, thank you for the good report on the, the, the uh, ministry that just took place down there, the evangelistic ministry, and, and those that got saved. Lord, I just pray that uh, the follow-up can help keep those going. And Lord, that they encourage them. And Father, again, we'll, we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. You may think that's 125 is a lot, but really in a Catholic... In a Catholic environment, uh, if you do it just the right way, uh, you can win them all day long. I mean, it's, it's amazing uh, how easy it is to win a Catholic to the Lord if you just stay off of the uh, Mary stuff and stay off all that other stuff and just stay with the gospel. Uh, you, get, you get all that other stuff later on down the road, but uh, initially, you got to stay away from that stuff and give, give the Lord a chance to work in them. I like it. Romans eleven twenty five. it says, for the, uh, it's the mystery of the restoration of Israel. Israel's coming back, whether, whether people believe it or not. Uh, the Lord's going to bring that nation back, and and just like He made a promise to us that He would never leave us or forsake us, uh, that you He says that you may know you have eternal life, that He's given you something. Uh, he's made a promise to them, and He doesn't go back on His promises. Uh, the last part of that little verse down there, uh, twenty five, it says, "For the gifts." Uh, twenty nine, it says, "For the gifts and calling of God are are without with, without repentance." Uh, he's talking directly to what the nation of Israel is. And he's, he's taking that verse right back. Now, I'm gonna, we can apply that, and I will here in a little bit to us. But uh, when God gives you something, he's just not going to take it back. And you're talking about eternal security, man. You can bet your bottom dollar on Jesus Christ. Amen. If he said something, it's going to happen. Now, it may not happen in our time frame. I want to thank the church, first of all. Uh, we did get the appraisal on the house up there today. 
Uh, it is, as for all practical purposes, the, the little house I was remodeling that I've owned for a long, long time that has fallen apart is now, uh, it's out of my hands completely. The bank has got the, the uh, loan application. They did the appraisal. If it appraises out, the stories will get the house. It'll be done. I'll be out of it. Uh, I have been up there for about four months, and I really appreciate y'all allowing me and having grace with me on that. Uh, I just had to get it done. It needed to be done. I, I can sympathize with the Shirouses. Uh, I didn't have bat feces all over the place, uh, but, 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 but still a remodel is a remodel and it takes time. So y'all keep him in prayer because he's got a ministry that's going on down there. And I just thank God that he gave us 15, 16, 17 good years here that we get everything pretty much in order, uh, that we can walk away from and just let it sit there and just run in autopilot for a little bit. The mystery that we're going to look at tonight, there's, we've been looking at a couple mysteries and I'll just, I'll just, uh. Call the mysteries out as we was going through it. It says you're supposed to know these. The mystery of godliness. God was manifest in flesh. That's Jesus Christ. The, the mystery, uh, God manifest in flesh. I mean, you got to get that thing down. Uh, then the mystery of Christ indwelling the believer. Not only that it said God was manifest in the flesh, it's that you, he is now inside of you. He's indwelling inside of you. Then you got mystery of Christ in the church. And, and we got a mystery where the church itself he gives you the picture of the church in Christ and what he's doing. But now we're looking at the mystery of the restoration of Israel. There's seven mysteries in your Bible. There's some people say there's a couple of other ones. Uh, but the, there's seven basic ones. And he starts that thing off and says, I would not, he said, I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery. God does not like ignorant brethren. Uh, he likes people who know a little bit about their Bible. Uh, you know what it'll do? It'll keep you going in this world that's, that's insane. Uh, everything is starting to point back to the Jews right now. I was, I was reading an article today that uh, Iran has got Israel highlighted in its uh, nuclear eyesight or uh, sites to blow it up if it can. Uh, the Muslims hate the Jews. They cannot stand them. I don't feel bad. The Jews don't care a lot for them either. As a matter of fact, the Jews don't even care a lot for you. But you know what we got to do? We got to love them. You know why? Because he says, I'll bless them that bless thee, and I'll curse them that curseth thee. And I, whether you believe that or not, I'm telling you what, I've been doing this for 42 years, and uh, I just believe that. I just believe it. Uh, you say, how will that happen? Well, man, this is a good example. Me and Mike, Mike asked me, say, hey, can you come up here and look at the gate? I said, sure. So we go up there, and it's, it's not doing what it's supposed to do, and I'm sitting down on the ground, and, and uh, I could have got electrocuted. Mike was watching out for me to make sure I didn't die. I think that was my mom praying for me on the way up here, but... We got into that gate and tore it all apart and tore pieces apart and tore components apart, cleaned them all up, put everything back together and it worked. You say, what is that? That's, I love God. And I think the Jew's going to win someday. And I want to be on God's side when that happens. And I've been doing that for 42 years. And you know what I've noticed him do for 42 years? Stuff like that right there. It just, it just is there. He always takes care of you. Now, I could get up and say, well, the Jews, this, the Jews. You know, three of your... Uh, Supreme Court justices are Jews. The other six are Catholic. There isn't a Baptist in there anywhere or a Protestant. It's Catholics and Jews, and they hate each other. I mean, and, and they're the ones making your laws. Do you know they hate your, your Jesus? But I love them anyways. Why? Because the Lord sat there and said, I would not have you, uh, I, I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery. It's a mystery. God's going to bring them back. I was reading another article, and it's, uh, the reason they have so much money is so God can keep them around. <laughs> I thought, I, you know, you think about that, there's not been another nation in the history of mankind 
that's ever come back to be a country like Israel has become in 1948. It hasn't ever happened before. It's always changed names or done something else. But this nation, but you look at those people, and they are just, they, they, they know how to take a penny and make a dollar out of it. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. But he says, blindness in part has happened unto, unto Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. Now, there's two things here that, that I want to definitely clear up. I mean, I don't, want, I don't want you to forget, but we have uh, two different, you got premillennial, two doctrines, Bible doctrines, the restoration of Israel and premillennial, uh, uh, premillennial rapture of, G, of the church is both of the doctrines that happens when this happens. Uh, when the fullness of the Gentiles come in, uh, the second advent occurs and we're out. It's done. He's done with us. And it's going to go right back to the Jews, and he is finished. The rapture of the church takes us out here. Pretty much the time of the Gentiles stops right about there. Uh, the next seven years, I think, is well, actually six, six years and X amount of months. There's a debate on that now, whether it's three years or six years and whatever. I personally still think it's six years and some months. Uh, but, but in any case, that thing is getting ready to happen. And he says it's a mystery. Right now, if you look at the Jewish nation, you would think Israel. You would think there's no possible way. There will be a day. There will be a day. Uh, God is not done with Israel. Anybody who says God is done with Israel is ignorant. Uh, they are, and he sits here and calls them ignorant. Uh, in your Bible, 14 times just in the New Testament, uh, once right here, God does not like you being called ignorant. Acts 14, 13. Now, brethren, you, you're responsible to know the mysteries of the Bible. That's, that's okay. I got that. You're responsible to know what salvation is, eternal security is, what baptism is. Uh, baptism, uh, baptism, uh, and, and uh, I had somebody tell me, by faith you have to accept that the Roman Catholic Church, the priest, can change the piece of bread into the body of Christ. No, no, if that was the body of Christ, it would look like an arm when he got done, or a leg, or, or, or ear or something. Uh, it would not look like a piece of bread like it did before. Absolutely no change. Uh, you have to be ignorant to believe that. And somebody said, well, you got to take that by faith. That's not, that's not faith. That has nothing to do with faith. Uh, you got to get to this thing where you believe that what God said is the word of God. And the only way you're going to do that is go through your Bible. Acts 4.13, he says this. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, they perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men. Uh, that's what they perceived them to be. They, uh, and, and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men. They marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. They weren't ignorant. They thought they should have been ignorant. They weren't. God doesn't really want us to be ignorant. Uh, there's, we don't all have to be Bible students and Bible scholars, but we shouldn't be ignorant of some basic things. Uh, this stuff will keep you going. I'm looking for the restoration of Israel. I don't know about you, but I really am. Because the moment that happens, I'm out of here. I get to go home and be with the Lord while he's dealing with the Jews through the tribulation. I get to go home and sit at the judgment seat of Christ. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but I get to go up there and see Jesus. I get to go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. I get to go see everybody that's went on before me in heaven. I get to go get a taste of something for a, a short period of time before I get to come back. I get to go get to do some things while everybody else down here is still going through misery for the next six and a half something years or three and a half, whichever one you want to believe. As a matter of fact, it just doesn't bother me either way because I won't be here. I mean, well, I guess I would, should get mad because that means I'll only be in heaven for three years, three and a half years instead of six and a half, six and a half something years. But it really doesn't matter. Brother, I'm telling you what, there is a mystery that Israel's going to come back. And if you watch the news, this COVID thing is just a farce. 
It's a front to what is getting ready to get happen. It's a precursor to something that we're moving into. All that's doing is getting a world set up to do one thing at a time and everybody move the same direction. Uh, I'm telling you what, this vax, no vax, that is just about insane. Uh, you get a job or we're going to fire you. We're going to fire you if you don't get your vaccination. All they're doing is they're doing no more than what Hitler did back in World War II or Stalin or anybody else did. They're forcing the world, but now it's a worldwide thing. It's not long. It's not just isolated anymore. But this thing's getting ready to come up. It's coming. It's coming. And I'm looking forward to it. You say, well, what would you do? You do the same thing. For the last three or four months, I've been working on a house. I finished the house today. They appraised it. You say, what are you going to do tomorrow? I'm going to start working on a van tomorrow to get it ready to go somewhere else and get our other ones ready to go. Back in the church, doing stuff in the church, going out, getting back involved in the ministries the way I should be. You know what? You still do that until the day the Lord takes you out of here. You never know when that day is going to be. So you take care of business until that day happens. Like it's, it's not going to happen, but it could happen. Are you ready for it? God does not want ignorant children. 14 times it's mentioned. Uh, I'll give you the verses. Acts 4, 4.13. Romans 1.3. I like this where he starts getting ready. Now I would not have you ignorant brethren. Uh, uh, 1 Corinthians 10.1. Moreover, brethren, I would not have you. This is Paul talking all the way through here. Would not uh, that ye should be ignorant. 1 Corinthians, or 1 Corinthians 12.1. Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, you know why people speak in tongues and do it? They're ignorant. Uh, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. you got to understand the spiritual gifts. First uh, Corinthians 4.38, but if any man be ignorant, let him be ignorant. It's a choice. You know ignorance is a choice. We choose to be ignorant of some things, which is crazy. It's just what we do. Uh, we don't want to hear it. We just don't want to deal with it. We don't want to stand up for it. Uh, I like I like down there they call them Americanos, and then somebody says, "No, no, no, those are the ones always been here." So there must have been another group coming in, uh, but they didn't get offended by that. You know, they weren't ignorant. They they knew exactly what these guys were doing down there. Second uh, Corinthians one eight, for we uh, would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our troubles. So ignorance. Oh yeah, here you go. Here goes Second Corinthians two eleven, which is great. Lest Satan should get advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Are you ignorant to Satan's devices? You know what he wants you to think? Oh, God's done with the Jews. He's not done with the Jews. He never was done with the Jews. He promised Abraham something. He's going to carry that thing out. Maybe not in our time frame that we would like it to happen, but it's going to happen. I'll tell you what, if it was up to me, I'd like that thing happen today. If it was up to me, the day I got saved, I would have got raptured at the exact same moment. That would have been the best point in my life that's the happiest I was in Jesus Christ. I mean, it's all new to me. Uh, I mean, the whole thing was like, just it's all like flowers all over the sun shiny clouds in the sky everything was perfect and then life set in uh and then you got to start learning how to live and how to take care of business and how to take care of families and how to take care of this and how to fix a car and how to how to do everything that's in front of you all the time all day long try that for about 60 70 80 years i really i'm impressed with 70 80 year old people and even older because the older you get and you still hear and you haven't lost it yet with all the trials and tribulations that comes in a person's life. It's amazing. But he said, I would not have you ignorant, uh, lest you should be wise in your own conceit. So somebody who doesn't understand the mysteries of God, and especially this one, he says you're ignorant and you're conceited. Because you think, you, you're not thinking about what God did. You're thinking about what we did. My life is going to turn out the way I want it to turn out. It's not our lives, by the way, brother. It's his. Uh, you're bought with a price. It's, it's his. You're not yours. You're not your own. You're bought with a price. 
And so many times we think we're ours. And, and my future, your future could be completely changed in about two nanoseconds by Jesus Christ anytime he wants it to do. You know what I found out in, in the 42 years I've been saved? That most of the time that I wanted to do what I wanted to do was not what he wanted to do. And as soon as I learned to say, wait a minute, Lord, I'm done. What would you, I like Paul's answer, get saved immediately. Lord, what would you have me do? And that's what you do. And if you didn't get an answer, you know what you do? You wake up the next morning and say, Lord, what would you have me do? And if you don't get, if you have to do that for 30 years, you do it for 30 years. Until one of these days, you know, he gets tired of listening to you and he tells you what to do. And that's what you do. God doesn't want ignorant children. Uh, Satan would want you to stay ignorant. Uh, get your mind off onto something else. Uh, vehicle problems, house problems, kid problems, this problem, that problem. Get your mind anywhere else he could get your mind except on the things that are, really matter. Uh, I think the rapture matters. I think the nation of Israel matters. Uh, I think that we should give them our entire military and let them blow up the Arabs. I really think that. Uh, people say, well, you're wrong. No, I don't think I'm, because uh, God blessed the Jew, and, and we can't fight the Jew, nor can we fight the Arabs. So let's just get on the Jew side and give them everything and quit trying to tell them what to do. Maybe we could bring this thing in a little bit faster. Uh, you may think that's crazy. But I am telling you, brother, what our problem is is God said that Israel is coming back, and that is his crowning glory. That's God, the Father's crowning glory. Jesus Christ's crowning glory is us. Now, all you got to do is just get on his bandwagon. Uh, that blindness, in part, take your Bibles and go to Genesis, Genesis 12. We're going to start Genesis Bible study tonight. That was supposed to be funny. Terry, they're just not in a laughing mood tonight, man. Man, there's something wrong here. Genesis 12.1. God promises the Jew something. 12.1 uh, says, And the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy, uh, thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land uh, that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and, and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing, and I will bless them that bless thee. You know why you, you stick on the Jew side? I will bless, this is Bible, this has nothing to do with me. I will bless them that bless thee. So you know what, if you bless the Jew, you know what you're going to get? You're going to get yelled at by the Jew probably. And I'll curse him that curses thee. This isn't to the Jew that you're doing it for the Jew's sake. You're doing this because the Lord told you to do it. And curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. You know where the blessing lies? It's in Abraham and in that bloodline coming down. It's that Jew. And so Abraham departed as the Lord, verse 4, had spoken unto him. And Lot went with him. Should have never took him. And Abraham was 70 and five years old when he departed out of Haran. And Abraham took Sarah, his wife, and Lot, his brother, and all, that, all their substance that they had uh, gathered uh, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran. You know what you should do? You should be getting some souls where you're at uh, that they had gotten in Haran. And they went uh, forth to go into the land of Canaan, and into the land of Canaan they came. And Abram passed through the land unto the place of uh, Shechem, until the plain of Mori, and the Canaanite was then in the land. And the Lord appeared unto Abram and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land, and there built he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. So the land is the Jews, and God gave it to them, and it's not for uh, humans to say anything about it. But what we do is we forget that. But ignorance has come to them, guys, because of a couple things that they've done. Uh, they've chose to do some things. Go to Genesis 13, 14. One chapter over. 
Man, I was getting ready to read Romans 13, 14. That doesn't even sound the same. Well, it does sound kind of the same, but... 13, 14, Genesis 13, 14. It says, And the Lord said unto Abram, after that Lot was separated, uh, uh, separated from him, Lift up now thine eyes, and look, from the place where thine eyes... Uh, were, uh, from the, lift up now thine eyes, and look from the place where thou art, northward and, and southward and eastward and westward, that's a full compass, for all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed forever. Now I'm saying that because when God made a promise to Abraham, he made a promise that he's going to give him that land. Uh, the restoration of the nation of Israel is the fulfillment of that promise. He's bringing them back into the land, and he will bring them back in. And the Gentile, the time of the Gentiles, which started with Nebuchadnezzar and the northern, the ten northern tribes of Israel going into captivity, and then 606, uh, the, the southern tribes, the two tribes that was left, went into captivity. Uh, right then the time of the Gentiles started, and it, it hasn't come over yet. What the Lord is waiting for is the time of the Gentiles to be fulfilled. Uh, there's no way, uh, there's people that think that, well, there is a theory out there that uh, Christ's life was three and a half years of the, of the seven years of Daniel's 70th week. And I, I, don't, I don't think I believe that, only because the time of the Gentiles has not been done yet. Christ still lived in the time of the Gentiles. He was still here as part of that. And until that time is up, it just, it's not going to happen. It could have happened, just like he said to uh, John the Baptist, they said of John the Baptist, he could have been Elijah if they would have accepted him. But what the Jews did is rejected him. Uh, the lamb was given to them. God had a purpose for this people, and they rejected it. Go to Exodus 9, 16. They rejected it. Man, if he did this to them, what do you think he'd do to us? This is a good lesson for us tonight. 9, Exodus 9, 6. Actually, go to 5. Now, therefore, if you will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant... Then ye shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all the people of all the earth is uh, of, above all people for all the earth is mine. And ye shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words which thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel. They, they were called to be a priesthood. Uh, that's what they were called to be. Uh, take your Bibles, go to uh, Revelation. Revelation chapter 7. I think it's 7. It's a freebie here. This don't cost 7. And after these things, 7-1, after these things I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, uh, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. And I saw another angel ascending from the east, having a seal of the living God, and he cried uh, with a loud voice to the, angel, the four angels, to whom it is given to hurt the earth and the sea, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their forehead. Verse 4, I heard the number of them which were sealed, and there were sealed 144,000. The, the Jehovah Witness thinks this is them. Uh, that makes them ignorant. They don't know who in the world they're talking about. And conceited, uh, 4,000 of, of all the tribe of the children of Israel, of the tribe of Judah, 
Uh, if you go down to Reuben, uh, Gad, uh, Aser, uh, Naphtali, Manasseh, uh, they're all there, all 12 of them. Simeon, Levi, uh, Issachar, uh, Zebulun, Joseph, and Benjamin by the time you get to verse 8. It says, and after this, lo, and lo, a great multitude which no man could number of all nations. This is the middle of the tribulation. And a bunch of people, the two, the two uh, olive trees, which is Elijah and Moses, they come. They start this thing. 144,000 of the priests get to do exactly what they were supposed to do. But, boy, there is a long time period between point A and point B before they ever get to where they're, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Uh, you know what the Lord gave the church the, the job to do in the church age is to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's what we're supposed to be doing. And if he took it away from them, you know why we're in the Laodicean church ages? We're not doing, we're doing no more than what the Jews did. Uh, we're so busy doing what we think we, uh, brethren, I got it, man. I know you got to wake up. I know you got to eat. I know you got to take your cars. I know, I understand all that. I'm not an ignorant. I've been doing it for 64 years. I know exactly what goes on. But that's not the, the premier thing that we're supposed to be doing. That's a secondary thing. Maybe third. The primary thing is to get the gospel of Jesus Christ out. That's what our job is to do. And when we forget that primary, we're no different than the Jews. And, and he said, blindness in part has happened to Israel. So we get in the Laodicean church age. And you know what happens in the Laodicean church age? Everybody, they're lukewarm. Right, we're coming up on Christmas time, church, Christmas time. And it's, it's the birth of Christ. This should be the greatest time in the season for us as far as witnessing goes. Are we doing it? I mean, really, are we doing it? We just got a missionary letter from uh, down south, and, and a bunch of people came together to have a meeting through the COVID, through everything else, through bats, through roofs falling off, through everything else, and got a job done. And I'm telling you, brother, we could do the exact same thing. We should do it. it it's, uh, they rejected. They rejected. They got the promise of the land. First uh, Samuel 8. First Samuel 8. What happened to them? People say, I don't believe in the Trinity. Well, they've never read their Bible. God's long-suffering. You ever heard the term long-suffering? Boy, is he long-suffering. He will, he, I've had people say, well, how long do you think somebody can do something before God hits them with a brick? <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen God hit somebody with a brick. Uh, but I have seen people go through trials and tribulations. I've, I've seen people go through stuff. But I don't know how long that's going to be. It's different for each and every person. Uh, X, uh, what, uh, 1 Samuel 8, 7. 8, 7. It says, And the Lord said unto Samuel, I'll go back to 1. 8, 1. And it came to pass when Samuel was old that he made his sons judges over Israel. Now the name of his firstborn was Joel, and the name of his second was Abiah. And they were judges in, in Beersheba, but, and his sons walked not in the, way, in the ways, but turned aside after lucre and took bribes and perverted judgment, same way Eli's sons did. Uh, then all the elders of Israel, that's a, that's a that's, I tell you what, second, third generation Christians, it's a danger. It's a real danger uh, because you get, get complacent in what you're doing. Then all the elders of Israel gathered themselves together uh, gathered yeah, themselves together and came to Samuel unto Ramah and said unto him, uh, we want another prophet. No, they didn't say that. They said, behold, thou art old and thy sons walk not in the ways. That's not, that's not a reason to reject God. Now make us a king to judge us like all other nations. But the thing displeased Samuel. What they just did is they rejected 
uh, God Almighty. They just rejected the Father. Part one of the Trinity, they rejected. Old Testament is God. Take your Bibles, go to Matthew 27. Matthew 27. Why did blindness in part happen? The Jews are still getting saved, by the way. Uh, I went to school and there was uh, some Jews down there got saved. Uh, going to Bible college, you go to Israel, there's Jews getting saved. Not, not in great big massive numbers, but Jews are still getting saved. So it, it's not a total blindness, it's in part. Jews, uh, Matthew 27, Matthew 27. Your Bible's the strangest book in the whole wide world. Really, brother, it is. It's a strange little book. Matthew 27, Matthew 27, 25. Then, oh man, verse 24. When Pilate saw that he could prevail nothing, he said three times, I find no fault in him, but that rather a tumult was made. He took water and washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. Call him a just person. See ye to it. Then answered all the people and said, his blood be upon us and our children. And if you don't think uh, that that's happened, uh, that's exactly what is going on. And uh, here, I don't say that here. Well, I'm looking for the verse where he says, Father, forgive them for they know. But I think it's in either Mark or Luke. But in one of the other passages, he says, Father, forgive them. And, but they reject Jesus Christ right here. Verse 25, they reject the son. Go over to uh, Acts chapter 7, and they reject Jesus. This is where I think the, the finishing of them were, where he stopped with the Jew. He stopped. Uh, I think Daniel's 70th week had already started, and then uh, it was going on. It could have happened, just like John the Baptist could have been Elijah. He said Elijah will come first, uh, but since they rejected him, they stopped it, and they moved out forward. Uh, Adam and Eve, it said he created heaven and the earth in six days. On the seventh day, he rested. Uh, he, every day with the Lord is a thousand years. A thousand years is a day. He gave you a six-day period of 6,000 years from that to the 6,000 years out there. That's the time frame that this was going to happen into. He could have rearranged several things in there, but it still worked. it's working out to be that 6,000 years and the thousand-year millennial rest of Christ. Go to the very end of the chapter, verse, uh, probably verse... Verse 20, 58, and they kept talking about Stephen here, and Stephen's preaching at him, and, and it says that he was full. They looked upon him. Uh, go back to verse uh, 54 is where I really ought to be. When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart, and they gnashed on him with their teeth. But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, clearly he's full of the Holy Ghost. They see it. They're getting ready to reject him. They're taking him out to, to kill him and stone him. And uh, verse 59 says, And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God, saying, Lord, receive my spirit. 60, and he kneeled down, cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay uh, not this sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. They just finished rejecting the entire trinity right there. God's long-suffering. You're talking about long-suffering, ain't even the word for it. Uh, he waited from the time he told uh, they, they, First Samuel. Let me get back to First Samuel. I want to just look at the time. 10, 10, uh, 1093, almost 1100 BC to 34 AD, uh, almost 1100 years before he brought the hammer down on him. And brother, I'm telling you, you never can tell. I don't know about you personally. I know about me. Uh, I hate. I would. I hate to even see somebody even go to hell. I, I just don't even want to deal with somebody going to hell. Uh, 
to be there for all eternity is, is something that we shouldn't even, it should make us fear. Now, I know I'm saved and I'm on my way to heaven and I couldn't lose it if I wanted to. But there is other people out there that are on their way to hell and I should be doing everything I possibly can to win them. 99% of that is going to be your testimony. You will not win them with words most of the time. The Holy Spirit, you can throw the words out there, the Holy Spirit can reach them. He says that the first thing I'm going reject them as heretics. But your testimony is what it's going to take. And we just do not want to line our testimony up with what the Lord says. And you got a Bible here to show you exactly what to do with it. It is not what I said. This is just what it is. People say, well, Mike, you're just, I told Beth, I said, I'm just a fuddy-duddy, man. I'm like a stick in the mud. I, like, I don't do anything. I'm learning as time goes on that I've got to watch almost every single thing I do. Because that could destroy a, a moment. You might get just a moment with somebody sometimes to win, to win them to Christ or even get them a little bit further. Uh, the best thing you do sometimes is shut up. Preaching is one. People say, I want to preach. You know, preaching is a dangerous thing. We open our mouths a whole lot up here, man. I, and you get up here and speak for half an hour, 45 minutes, and, and not to stick your foot in the mouth, it's dangerous. I like, I like my Bible. Really, that's why I use a lot of scripture if you don't. It's easy. It's what it says. I, I didn't make it up. That's what it is. It's right here. That's what it is. But he, he sits there, and, and uh, they rejected uh, God in the Old Testament, the Father. They rejected Christ on the cross, the Son. And they rejected the Holy Spirit here. God turned unto the Gentiles right then and there. He told Paul, he brought Paul. Paul was sitting at the feet. Brother, your Bible is so clear. Paul was sitting at the feet right there, agreeing, giving them the okay to kill Stephen. He thumbs up, man, kill him. He consented unto his death. They were looking at Paul for an answer. Paul gave him the answer. He might have been one of a crowd. I have no idea, but he, he consented unto the death. And Stephen was killed. Paul goes off, chapter 9. He gets knocked down on the road to Damascus. And, and the Lord sits there and says, hey, Paul. And Paul gets up off that ground and serves Jesus Christ the rest of his life. I'm telling you what, brother, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. So Jews are still getting saved. However, comma, he says right there, uh, verse 4, well, until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. So now you got to figure out what the fullness of the Gentiles are. Uh, Gentiles' reign starts with the captivity of the ten northern tribes. Uh, it ends, uh, it, or it, it's completed uh, when at 606 when the Jews, uh, the, the southern tribes went in. And it's been under that, every, Nebuchadnezzar had a dream, a gold head, silver shoulders, brass chest, uh, iron thighs and legs, and partly toes mixed with partly iron and clay. And Nebuchadnezzar had that dream, and that was the Gentile reign. And toward the end of that thing, it's going to be uh, toes. It's going to be partly iron and partly clay out there somewhere. Uh, and they, and they, oh, I like that they thing. And they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men. There's such a, King James Bible is just such a sweet book. <laughs> I mean, it just it tells you, they, everybody says, well, they're expecting aliens to come. Yeah, they're going to come. They're going to be here. Uh, you can bet money on it. They're not coming from Mars either. I said, they're not coming from Jupiter. They're not coming from Uranus. They're not even coming from, from anywhere in this universe. They're coming from outside this universe, and they're coming here. And they're going to mingle themselves with just like they did before Noah. Because I don't want to believe that. Fine. We don't have to believe Or you don't have to believe it. I've done, I've done sucked into it and got the grape juice and everything, man. I, I'm so far into this thing, I couldn't get out of it if I wanted and, and it goes on, uh, the Jews promised the land, uh, the Jews promised uh, the land by the English government in 1970, the Balfour Agreement, they didn't give it to them. Uh, World War II comes. The state of Israel was formed in 1948. Uh, the Gentiles reigned, uh, will, uh, the Gentile reign will, will start to decrease, and that's what it's doing right now. 
Uh, brother, we got a president of the United States. He's our president. But as far as the world is considered, every nation, Russia went down. It's a great nation. Uh, back in the 60s, I mean, they were afraid that we were going to have World War III and that the whole world was going to blow up. Russia was a great nation. China is just a financial, could be taken down anytime, just like anybody else, financially. Everything is done by money now. It's not done by, by weapons. Uh, everybody knows if you use weapons, you're going to just hurt yourself as much as you're going to hurt anybody else. So weapons are going to be the, probably the last thing they do. It's financial. And it's a worldwide thing. And that's what this, that's, this COVID thing did. This COVID did messed up the financial system on every country. So now you got to get and play the ball game or else you're in trouble. It's crazy, but that's just exactly what they do. The Gentile reign will start to decrease, and that's exactly what's happened. And you're going to start watching the Jewish nation pop up, and it's doing just that. Uh, the church will disappear at the end of this period, and God will begin to deal with the Jewish, and that's the tribulation. Uh, 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 15, 52 is a rapture where we get out of here. But it's, it's the time of the Gentiles. And I'm going to, as soon as I read this real quick, the other verse would be 1 Thessalonians 4, uh, 16 through 18, which is, uh, the, is actually the rapture. We're caught up to be with the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. And, and that's, we're going to head out of here. 1 Corinthians 15, 52. This is a great book. Brother, you don't have nothing to fear. If the Lord promised the Jews, he's promised you some of the promises too. And you can bet on them. I mean, you can bet on them. That's your future. Your future isn't here anymore. Although, like I said, hey, you ought to do the best you can. I was glad Mike asked me to come up here and fix that. You said, why? Because I got a chance to go, first of all, show him that I can still fix stuff. Uh, number two is it was a testimony for Joyce's state. He goes up there all the time, works with her. He says, hey, I got this wacko nut who says he can fix anything. And he calls me up there. You know what happened if I'd have come up here and couldn't fix it? Man, he's the Lord. It's the Lord. It wasn't me. It was easy. It was easy. But, but he, now he can walk in there, and that will always be something in his tool bag that he can use. And you sit there and say, what is it? You're trying to win somebody. And, brother, I'm telling you what, the key is winning souls. Eternity is a, is a terrible thing, especially if you go to hell, man. It's not a good place to go. First uh, Corinthians 15. It's a great passage here on, on uh, the Lord coming back and getting us out of here. Uh, my Bible's 15:52. In a moment, uh, here you go, verse 51. Behold, I show you a mystery. We're going to get into this one too. We shall not all sleep. Some of us are going to be wide awake when this happens. But we shall all be changed. We're going to get changed. In the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trump shall sound, and the dead in Christ shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. So the dead in Christ are going to come up. They're going to get a new body, and we're going to get changed at the exact same time. And then somewhere in the, I've heard sermons where uh, they say up to 40 days we could be running around the planet. Uh, that could be. That could be. I, I'm not saying that's not possible. But we have to go away so they can come up. The Jew, we have to get out of the way. You know why I know that the, uh, the eternal security is just such a great doctrine to believe in? Because there's no possible way I could be here when he's working with the Jews. I would be in the way. I'd be a hindrance. You know what he does? He gets the church out of here. That's us. That's a mystery. You're a body. You know why people do what most of the stuff they do? It's because they don't really know who they are. Anybody, Jacob was sitting there, and you know what the Lord didn't deal with him? To, he said, who are you? 
And he said, I'm Jacob. He goes, okay, now. And he calls him Israel. Then he gives him a new name, Israel. But he said, who are you? You know what's wrong with a lot of us? We don't know who we are. If, we, if you really knew who you were, you would make sure or it would change your life. I know who I am. I'm a child of the king. St. Michael. I'm, I'm a king. I'm a priest. I'm, a, I'm one of these days I'm going to come in here with a black thing with a little white thing right here, man. I'm a real priest. They aren't. I am. Now, that's not how priests should dress. <coughs> they, some of them have this, this grim reaper looking thing. Oh, man. You ought to go over to Israel. We went over to Israel. I went into the, 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 one of the Catholic places. And they, these guys come out here with a brown, in the middle of summer, brown, heavy-duty looking grim reaper looking. I, oh. And then when you look at their face, they even look like the grim reaper. Uh, and then they want to pray for you. I don't want them to pray for me. <laughs> I need to pray for them. Somebody needs to pray for them. Anyways, back into this. Uh, brethren, we're, the mystery, it says, behold, I show you a mystery. We're out of here. We're out of here. And then it happens. The church comes in. And he goes, verse, and he goes on. And he goes, and so. That so, if you go back to Romans, just about done. Give me a couple more minutes. Romans chapter 11. He throws in the and so in there. Romans chapter 11. Romans chapter 11. 26. It says, uh, verse 23 says, well, he goes, for I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this, this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceit, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. And so what? And when the fullness of the Gentiles is gone, when he finally takes them out of there, all Israel shall be saved. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, there's people out there who says, and I've read on both sides of this thing, and and I, I see the argument, but uh, it is everybody don't get saved. Everybody's not coming back up and they'll go, well, the dry bones back in Ezekiel. That's not the entire, the rich man is still in hell tonight, burning. Uh, Dathan and Abiram, the, the pit opened up and swallowed them up and they're down in a pit. They didn't go to, to uh, purgatory. They went right to a place called hell. Lazarus was over in Abraham's bosom and the Lord took him up. There is people, take, go to Matthew chapter 20, 20, 20, 25. The Lord Jesus Christ even says this. So when you're looking at that, once the tribulation is over and those people coming in, well, we'll go to Zechariah here in just a second. I said Matthew 25, Matthew 25. Matthew, Matthew, Matthew 25. It's a mystery, brother. It's a mystery. That's a great mystery. Is it 25? Maybe it's, let me look at my notes here. I thought it was 25. Matthew, 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 Matthew. Doo -doo -doo. I'll still a note. Hang on a second. Don't go away. Hang on right there. Doo -doo -doo. Matthew, 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 Matthew. I thought it was 25. Hang on, maybe I'm in the, maybe it's 23. Hang on a second. Yeah, 23. Sorry, my bust. Matthew 23. Verse 1 says, Then Jesus spake unto the multitudes and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. And then he goes on and he starts talking about the scribes. In verse 13 he goes, And woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. 14, woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. Uh... Oh, I like 14 is a great one. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye 
devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers. Therefore, ye shall receive the greater damnation. Woe in 15, woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye uh, compass sea and land to make one proselyte, and when you when and when he had made ye uh, when ye have made uh, when he is made, ye make him twofold more the child of hell than yourselves. So not only are they a child of hell, but the ones they convert are children of hell. And so Jesus Christ is telling you that there's a lot of people going to hell. These are Jews. He's talking to Jews now. When he comes back at the tribulation, those that come in, go to Zechariah. Zechariah. Man, that's a great passage over there. You ought to just read your Bible sometimes. This is a great, Zechariah chapter 12. It's a great passage. Because once you start getting a few things down, and, and brother, I'm telling you what, I wish there are some people out there who, who know this thing like the back of their hand. Dr. Ruckman always, I just always completely lost when he did it. Because he just, I seen him one day pick up a little Gideon's New Testament. He left his Bible at home. They went down to get it for him. All of his notes was in his Bible. And he goes, anybody got a Bible? Anybody, anybody got a Bible I can borrow? Anybody got a Bible? Just a Bible? Anybody? Somebody, I got this little Gideon's New Testament. He said, yeah, that'll work, that'll work. So he hands it to him. And he starts teaching now that Gideon's New Testament. And you could not tell. They finally got his Bible back that had all of his notes in it. The quality of the notes he was giving from the time that he had that little Gideon's in his hand to the time he got his, you couldn't tell the difference. I mean, he was throwing out just as many references as he was with the Gideons as he was. You know, he had it up here. Everything was right there. Uh, Ze uh, Zechariah, Zechariah chapter 12, uh, verse 10, 10 to 14. And Zechariah is prophesying here. Uh, he says, And I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplication. And they shall look upon whom they have pierced. Well, that can't be any time between. That's going to be out in the, that's a, that's a, second, that's a second advent passage. It's, it's, you know that because it's going to go on. And they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son. And they shall be in bitterness uh, for him, for, the one, uh, for one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. Eleven. In that day, there's a day coming out there, shall there be a great morning in Jerusalem as the morning of uh, had a Rimon in the valley of Megiddon, Megiddon uh, and there the land shall mourn every family apart, the family of the house of David apart and their wives apart, the family of the house of Nathan apart and their wives apart, the family of the house of Levi apart, the, the priest apart, uh, Apart and their wives apart, the family of Shimei apart and the and their wives apart, all the families that remain, every family apart and their wives. Those coming out of the tribulation are going to see the Lord sitting there on His horse coming down, and they're all going to get it right there. That's the all right there. It isn't all the Jews. There's still some Jews that's going to be in hell just like everybody else. They rejected God, and their rejection is what the payment that they'll pay for all eternity. But the all sitting there, you'll hear people say, well, that's all the Jews. No, that's not all the Jews coming up out of the graves are all going to be saved instantaneously. That ain't just not going to happen. Uh, that's not the all. The time of the Gentiles will be up at the second advent, uh, Zechariah 12, 4. And then he goes, verse, uh, and he says, and concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sake. Boy, aren't you glad that they did what they did so you could get in? Now, I don't know about you, but I think that's a pretty good deal. Uh, I don't like it for their case because for the last 2,000 years, they put up with a lot of stuff. But they said, let his blood be upon us and our children. 
They always talk about Hitler and the six million Jews. Stalin killed 12. You never hear anything about Stalin. Russia, Russia was worse, far worse than, than Germany ever was. Germany was bad and Hitler was bad and he deserved everything he got. Stalin was worse. And we over, they were our, they were our uh, allies, so we never said a word about that. Brother, there's going to be payback someday, payday someday. This country's going to pay. It's going to pay. It has to pay. But I tell you what, you know what you do? You go win them to Jesus. And when they get saved, guess what? They don't have to worry about that thing. The, and concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sake. This is a mystery. But as touching the election, they are beloved for the Father's sake. I like this next verse. For the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. He said, I'm going to take them. I'm going to bring the Jew back. I'm not going to. God's repented on some things. But this right here is a promise. He made a promise to Abraham. He made the same promise to Isaac. He made a promise to Jacob. Down through that line. He told David, he said, that they're going, you're going to sit on the throne from your seat forever. David, David is looking for that. Uh, Jesus Christ is coming back to set the millennium reign up. And boy, those Jews are going to come into that thing. Brother, that's a mystery. This world can't understand it. They keep thinking if we make another buck, if we make another buck, if we make it, it's always going to go on. It's not going to always go on. One of these days, it's going to stop. Now, it may not stop. I'll give you, let's say, 75, 80 years. I may be long gone before it stops. But it is going to stop. I think it's going to stop real soon. But I could be wrong. I've been thinking it's going to stop since 1989. It hasn't stopped yet. 89, 99, 2009, 2019, that's 30. Add another three to that, that's going to be 33 years. I've been waiting for 33 years for this to happen, and it hadn't happened yet. Everybody's got dates. Everybody's got this. Everybody got this. It's going to happen. You know what I'm looking for? Every day that thing to happen. You know what I'm trying to do is get everything out of my life so I can have more time to do something for the Lord. Get everything out of my life. Tomorrow morning will be the first time I got to be back in this church working in the last three or four months consistently. And I'm thinking, yes, I'm, I'm going to be back. Oh, man, I can't wait for George to come in. <laughs> He's going to have a heart attack. I'll have to take him to the hospital tomorrow. And you say, why is that? Well, because I haven't been here for a while. But I, you know what? This church, I thank God that the church lasted. You know what I would do? I would do exactly what I would, whatever you think the Lord tells you to do, I'd make sure you do that beyond a shadow of a doubt. Because this is a mystery. And blindness has happened to the Jews. The reason the Jews don't believe like you is because they're partially blinded. And you can get them every now and then. But I'm telling you, it's hard. But there's going to come a day when the blinders are going to come off them, guys. And they're going to be grafted, just like Romans says, they're going to be grafted back in because they're a, nat a natural olive branch. We're, we're a wild olive branch, and we were grafted in. And he said, how much easier is it for a natural one, a real one, to be grafted back in? One of these days, he's going to graft them back in. Read that verse again. 11.25, for I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceit. That blindness in part is happening unto Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. And so all Israel will be saved. There's going to be a premillennial rapture of the church. There's going to be a premillennial second coming of Jesus Christ. And we're going to get out of here. And, and that thing is going to start. And the Lord's going to come back at the end of the tribulation. Uh, Daniel's 70th week. At the end of that thing, he's coming back. And when he comes back, they're going to see who they pierced. And at that moment, they're all going to get it. They're going to get a new heart. Well, could you just imagine if there's a billion of them? I've, I've heard I've, some people say, well, they're going to think they're going to get down to 300. But it's hard telling how many people are going to come out of that thing and go into the millennium with Jesus Christ, and they're going to get a new heart. They're going to get everything. Right then and there, we'll already have it. Brethren, we get to come back from heaven. We already have it. Don't be ignorant. Father, thank you for your blessings tonight. Thank you for the word of God.
Lord, these mysteries are, they're not mysteries to us, Lord. They're facts. Uh, Lord, people say, how do you know that? I just know it because I got a book and got the Holy Spirit inside of me uh, testifying to the Word of God. And Lord, I sure appreciate the, uh, this. It, Lord, it just makes me get more excited more and more every day. And Lord, I know one of these days I may, I'm going to have to leave this world. And, and I may go by the way of the, of the grave. Or Lord, I may go by the way of, of the rapture when you call us up out of here. Uh, in either case, Lord, it's going to come one day. And Lord, uh, I just want to thank you that I'm still looking for that day. I'm looking for the day that you come back and get us out of here. And Lord, this thing is over and that you start working with your country again, your nation, which is Israel, Lord, and, and you bring them back in. And Lord, then you set the kingdom up that you want. And Lord, we get to be part of that, a perfect kingdom, uh, a kingdom, Lord, that is always going to be right. It's an everlasting kingdom. And Lord, uh, to this day, I still, it marvels me in my mind, can't grasp everything about what we're going to be able to do. Uh, but Lord, everything you've ever done is right. And I just want to thank you for that. Uh, bless now, uh, uh, be with the prayer service, and Lord, uh, bless our people. Thank you for everybody that came out tonight. Those that couldn't be here tonight, I just pray that you'd bless them. And Lord, uh, we've got a lot of older people uh, out there at, at home. Lord, I just pray that you put your hand upon them tonight. And Father, again, thank you just for your blessing. Those people down in Kentucky, Lord, I, I just pray for the families down there. Uh, Lord, that's just a tragedy, Lord, for a tornado to come through there and, and do the damage it did. And, and Lord, that happens uh, quite frequently through our country and around the world. Uh, but, Lord, now it's hit close to home, and I just uh, pray for those families. Lord, that you would uh, comfort them, uh, Lord, in their losses. And, Lord, if there's anything we can do, I just pray that you'd help. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I did call one of the brothers down there that's uh, in close to that town, waiting for a phone call back from him and see if, uh, if, he's, if he's doing anything, if he knows of anything that we can do to help them. Uh, and I'm not sure. I really don't know what we can do. Uh, we might be able to do some financial stuff. I'm not sure, but... Uh, as soon as he calls back and lets me know, hopefully by Sunday, I'll be able to tell, tell a little bit more. And uh, it, is, it is, I mean, when you look at some of the buildings down there and what, uh, you just look at the power of, of a storm like that coming through and, and what the devastation that that thing can do. And it was on the ground over 230 miles, they said. And there was like four tornadoes right there at the end, all of them at one time. Uh, it's just amazing what that thing did. And uh, we think a, a nuke bomb is one thing, but this thing is unbelievable. And, and it just, it if you're in its path, there's just nothing you can. Brethren, the Bible says it's a point a man wants to die. The Lord knew that storm was coming through. And all of those people that passed away, that was their day. You know what we need to do is we need to get out there before uh, anybody else does and get the, at least get a gospel track in their hand or tell them about Jesus Christ. Uh, you've got plenty of them out here. Take them with you. Brother, you done? Do you need a pen or you got one?